letter sixteen of the history of lady barton this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. the history of lady barton by elizabeth griffith letter sixteen lord hume to lord lucan may i perish this moment if ever i read such a letter i shall begin to look upon ovid's metamorphoses as a history of serious and natural events and not be at all surprised if i should find myself fluttering through the air in the form of a lapwing or a butterfly surely your transformation is still more miraculous what lucan the gay the lively lucan changed into a melancholy timid whining lovesick swain and death itself shall never force him to reveal his passion why what in the name of nonsense must she be that has inspired it deaf and blind i suppose for no woman that has ears and eyes need ever be informed that a man is in love with her in those cases they are sharp-sighted as the lynx and quick-eared as the mole and i would lay a thousand guineas that your dulcinea was thoroughly informed of her conquest before you were even aware of it yourself but why you are so cruelly bent upon not indulging her with a repetition of her triumph i cannot for my soul conceive i have formed a million of conjectures about whom and what she is and have at length acquiesced in believing her to be the sanctified spouse of some methodist teacher or presbyterian parson for you have according to your own plan assumed the semblance of those virtues which such a puritan fair one might also pretend to and so poor margarita is compounded of art and wants the first of female charms sensibility beware my friend that your idol may not have one vice more at least than mine i mean hypocrisy the marquis de richelieu is still remembered and regretted by margarita though she did not absolutely break her heart for his loss as you may perhaps vainly imagine your dove-like dame your saint trembleur whom nothing but the spirit can move would do for you in short you are welcome to make as free with me as you please the privileges of friendship permit it but neither its laws nor those of chivalry can pardon an affront or injury offered to the heroine of our romance besides you must be but a bad philosopher lucan if you do not know that there is such a perverseness in human nature that the abusing a mistress is the surest way of riveting the lover's chains i'll be revenged and love her better for it and so you are very angry that i have not written a full and true account of my inconstancy to miss cleveland why how the devil can any man sit down to tell a woman that he no longer loves her but tis a proper measure i owe it to myself and to the world 
i repeat your words seriously here for i think them just and now you will for ever oblige me my dear lucan if you will do it for me for may i die this moment if i am not so wholly illiterate in this noble science of defence that i know not even how to set about it on my honour i both respect esteem and admire miss cleveland more than any woman in the world however the caprice of my heart may have rendered me capable of an infidelity and i most devoutly wish that i had address enough to extricate myself out of this unlucky business without sacrificing any more of my character than i fear is already forfeited i cannot help smiling when you say while i can behold her lovely form etc but i must acknowledge this to be the best perhaps the only receipt in the world for ensuring our constancy i'll frame it into a distich extempore for the help of memory your love would you preserve the same still fan but never feed the flame if you were at rome instead of dublin i should swear that you were turned virtuoso and became enamoured of madame la venue de medici or some other old-fashioned marvel beauty the world's a farce and it is acted thus the bad impose on others the good deceive themselves but happiness the way we choose it is sufficient for us all and as you are so very reasonable in your option they must be niggards indeed who would desire to deprive you of the least portion of it therefore that you may long possess ideas is the complying wish of yours ever hume End of letter sixteen